Welcome to Here and Now podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Sophia. We bring you the stories, the heart, and the humor needed for this journey called life. Join us each week to hear the conversations of a mom, that's me, and a daughter, that's me, and the stories of where others hear God's voice as he brings truth, beauty, and good in their lives right now. This is Here and Now Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 100th episode of Here Now Podcast. And I'm here with my new permanent co-host. Yay. Hi, Mom. Hi, Sophia. Congratulations on 100 episodes. It's like so excited. in kindergarten and preschool in the 100 day. Um, posters had to be made and there were stickers and whatever 100s of something we had to pick up (laughs) the memories the memories for sure but yes I'm so excited so if you guys haven't listened to last week's episode go do that because we explained the whole new system of here now podcast but the TLDR version too long don't read or TLDL (laughs) (laughs) is we have a new co-host. It's my mom. And today for the 100th episode, we thought it would be cool to do what? What are we going to do? Well, first you're going to say you're Sophia Lobano. Oh yeah. I'm Sophia. Welcome to Here Now Podcast. If you're new here, this is my mom. I'm Heather Lobano. That's fun. Yes. And we are the co-host of Here Now Podcast. And from here forward, you'll be hearing both of our voices and guest voices as well. Um, Very excited. We have a slew of new voices and exciting um, stories that will be shared on here. New ideas, new I've been working hard at connecting and making um, some little contacts with uh, new people that will be sharing all their gifts with us. Yes. Um, very exciting stuff. And so um, today, yeah. because it's your 100th episode yes, and I was only maybe on the podcast of for three of those 100 episodes. Well, today would be four, right? So, yeah. Right. Um, but the other 96, if I count right, mm-hmm. and I'm teaching math, so I better count that right. <laughs> um, going to turn the tables and practice my interviewing skills with you. Yay. <laughs> Just did so I you know, we did right? discuss this. Yes, we did discuss this. So this is not a surprise. This, this is this not is, a surprise, right? But the questions might be, I don't know. We'll see. And maybe it won't be so much questions, but you're, you're going to kind of flash back through your hundred episodes or 96 yeah. of them, maybe in some ways. And, um, we're just going to talk about a few of them and how how interesting some of those are after I went through and reviewed some of those episodes and reminded m- myself of many of those. Yeah. Um, no really wonder cool. my ratings went up last night because everybody was binge listening to them at the house. <laughs> yes, the binge listening in the house we were. Um, so I guess the first question I want to ask you of all of your um guest that you've had on the podcast. The first one I want to say is who is or what topic or one thing that maybe was the one thing that maybe you most maybe was the most impact or maybe something that helped you grow a little bit as a person in in the conversation or something that was like your greatest takeaway if something that comes to mind maybe you have notes I don't know because you didn't really know I was going to ask this but you might have have thought about some of your episodes yeah I'm not going to ask you to do favorites (laughs) because there these all of these um 
guests you've had have been pretty amazing guests, in my opinion, all through your, you know, since mm-hmm. what, the last two years. Yeah. So it's just some of them that are really fun when you look back and, and where we are today with some of those things. So those are some things I'm going to bring up for you yeah. as well. So, yeah. Oh man, that's a hard question. Cause I feel like everybody had something impactful to offer. No so then you can ask the that was. with a couple of thoughts then you maybe give me yeah. a couple of- Yeah. So let's see. So I'm looking back through my list. I think from the most recent one that we did, um, Hollywood to Holiness with Mike McGruther. That was a really fun episode. He's a family friend of ours and he's talking about his conversion story to Catholicism and how he left behind the movie industry and moved to a little rural town <laughs> on the east coast i loved that episode um that was the last one before i said so that was episode 98 yes. michael mcgruther is an author yes he was a screenwriter right yes and he was in hollywood and had his um episode and actually his his new book children's oh, man. Like young adult book i guess is it in that genre yeah released yesterday or last week i'm trying to remember last yeah. week, i can't remember um i ordered the book as a um, pre-order and i did not get it yet and i think it's coming in tomorrow but i <laughs> he wrote it he wrote a few books but the first book he wrote um was puddle club puddle club yes which is, was about golf and mm-hmm. it's sort of in the C.S. Lewis kind of, um, yeah, kind of theology mindset, whatever you, yeah. So that's and a really cool a, one. He has this um, affinity for space, and <laughs> so this is yeah. the second book that um, uh, remind me. Oh, how do you omen? Well, omen, but he has he has Crisis Moon too, which is right, his which other is the book. one we, before, right? I read yes. that. Yes, yes, omen, O M I M. It's like yes. a christian christian meets science book it's a really cool concept i'm excited to read it but he was definitely one of my most recent favorites um his is a great his is a great behind the scenes on hollywood thing you might want to go listen to if you're curious about yeah crazy things that occur it's awesome to hear like Mm -hmm. the interworkings of how hollywood was um recently even in like the last couple of years too um okay let's see after that I would say um with one of my professors Dr. Miller Mm. he talked about unique motivational design and vocation which was actually a pretty frequent theme on my podcast without me realizing it Mm -hmm. um was just talking about vocation so I've had priests I've had nuns I've had professors I've had authors everybody who's using their unique motivational design um and you have a, musicians because you've had um, Amanda. Yes. I had Amanda Vernon. Amanda yes, Vernon she was fun to have on too. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We talked. Ours was a really funny episode. We talked about curly hair. We talked about relationships. We talked about music and everything. Um, it was kind of like a girly chat. I really liked that one too. She's, she's a great personality. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to get her back on for sure. Um, let's see what else. I feel like I could pick something from every one of these episodes. Um, about the Hallow app, the Hallow app. Oh. I loved talking with Taylor as well, but we'll talk about that as in the few, right? Well, you can talk about it now because that is an interesting thing, even with Amanda, because Amanda Vernon is also now on Hallow. She has, yeah, um, she has her, uh, I'm trying to think of what she does, a couple of um, hymns, I think, is one of the sections she's on, but she also does another little prayer with her, 
mm-hmm. friend who she probably spoke about and did she write the book with her friend or she did the yes. podcast with her they have friend. a podcast with them yeah mm-hmm. yes that was that was great but yes hallow it was really cool because i talked to them like not too long before they actually blew up so it was really cool to be there in the beginning but um i think we might talk and- about more you can talk bit. about it now. Yeah. It's about a year ago, right? They were about yeah. a year ago that they came to you and you were. Yes. I, it was actually February 2nd, 2021. So this week, last yep. year, I was talking to them and I, we were talking about Catholic meditation actually. And we posed the big question, can Catholics meditate? And short answer, yes. Um, but Hallow is a really cool app for people. Um, which now I see it everywhere, but I was one of their very early brand partners and working with them to promote the app. And now Jonathan Rumi, which that was such a fun story and everything. Um, and then Father Mike Schmitz, of course, is on there. So I feel like everybody and their mom <laughs> uses Hollow. Really good people that have um, different parts to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Scott Hahn is on there. And- yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Hello, Hello is such a cool app. Um, I listen every single night before I fall asleep. Um, especially and if you Jonathan don't know Rudy. Hello app, yes. they do, um, they don't where some other prayer apps or um, liturgical apps that maybe, you know, some others we know of. Um, the Magnificat does one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Laudate was one that we used to use, but they're written apps where you would be able to read the Go Pray Now app, I think is, or a Go, is it the one Pray Now app? Uh, I forget which is, Yeah, I use it on a daily basis. (laughs) Nation. Yes. Um, But this one is a lot of um, prayer challenges or um, little, like the Bible in a year that Father Mike Schmitz is doing it's listed through this. Um, there's rosaries. The daily gospel mm-hmm. is written there. Saint. Um, and now they did a whole kid. Hello. Um, yeah. That started to come out and just in time for Catholic schools week last week. Yeah. Um, where they talk about saints and classroom prayers. And I think there's some sort of thing they do with schools that they can get these apps, you know, through the school, um, mm-hmm. parishes for, um, either a low fee or no fee. I'm not really sure yeah. the whole system for that, but it's, yeah. it's very ministry-based business. And, um, one of the it's cool growing. things, with, yes, it is. And one of the cool things about working with them is they really care for their people, um, inside and out and it's free of course, but there is some premium content on there, which some little plug, but link below for the affiliates. Um, so you can check out Hallow for the first three months for free. Um, it's awesome. And I actually, I was just looking through my episodes. I have two more that I have big takeaways from. Oh, perfect. The, the first one was Megan Ashley, all things faith and fashion. Um, <laughs> you and I have some of the same people that I thought of too. Yes. She's Megan amazing. Ashley. She was so cool. She just has such a love for fashion, but like authentic fashion and just I don't know, making things beautiful, I guess. Um, and it was cool because we did a personal stylist giveaway. Um, so one of the people that entered got to win a personal styling session with her, which was so much fun to put that giveaway together. Um, and I love seeing her fashion inspiration post. She's just very like French Catholic style. Well, and I I have a, you know, I was listening back to that episode a little because I liked her and mm-hmm. I think um, she prayed maybe on the many Hail Marys and and, the, and that might have been our first contact and we chatted a little bit, but her just her whole dignity 
yeah aspect of her her style and and you know you can still have um um a respect for the way that you dress and still have a ton of fashion and oh yeah she just posted that really beautiful camel colored jacket that she's been wearing forever yeah she spent a boatload of money on it she said you know yes whatever (laughs) you have to go look on her instagram post for it um but she just has a really cool style, but just always comes across enormously joyful too in every, and any time you ever connect with her, you know, she Absolutely. just has a lot of joy. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, she's awesome. Um, and then I had the pleasure of working with her um, to help her design her membership as well. So she's oh, still, really- she's still opening her membership for people to join. Um, and she gives like personal styling tips for people, which is so much fun. Um, but I loved being able to work with her. She's just a joy all around. And just the week before that, the episode with Kendra Tierney uh, from Catholic All Year. Um, so these episodes <laughs> both were like in October of 2020-ish? And, yes. Right? Okay. October, October 2020. Yes. Yes. Back to back. October wow. and okay. yeah, 6th and 13th. Um, wow. But to record with Kendra Tierney was so cool. Um, you read all of her books or whatever when you were starting to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Well, I used her compendium as a just guide for some liturgical stuff because I was, you know, home with the girls and trying to figure out some Lent things that I could do. Um, and it was, I don't, I don't even know why or how, but I found her and just chatted with her. And of course there was some conversation that I saw through her social media about her husband's medical experience with his mm-hmm. own um, um, brain cancer cancer journey, whatever yeah. cancer journey and and what that yeah so i just kind of had and at that time we weren't even that wasn't even in our our story because that was in yeah. 2019 when i found her maybe yeah right 2019 and um it's just kind of fast forward that to you now <laughs> yeah she's cool she's she's a mom of how many people uh 10 10 little kids yes. and now i have the pleasure of working with her as well you're on the Catholic all year team. Yes. I am. I am. And it's so cool um, to work with her. And the first the first email she ever sent me was um, a funny joke because the first time I connected with her about sending a Zoom link for the podcast, the link never attached to the email. So when I was setting up Zoom to meet with her before getting hired, um, She's like, oh, you remembered to put the Zoom link in there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so she recalls. <laughs> she yeah. has a great sense of humor. She really does. Slight technical glitch. But, yes, I love working with those girls. And I'm, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. They're doing really good things. Oh, yes. It's so awesome. So, yes, fast forward um, a year and a half. And I'm on the team now from being a podcast, you know, her being a podcast guest for me working with her every single day now. And it's such a blessing. So Mm -hmm. I think those were the top takeaways that I've had from the past few 96 episodes. (laughs) Wow. That's cool. And I love that, you know, Dr. Miller, you mentioned he was on my list of people because you had talked about him so often. He's your vocation coach in that team of people and that was his what was your episode 92 uh i think so i think it was right? fairly That's, recently yes but you you talked to him this time last year throughout the the spring semester right when you were doing your online work through franciscan yes um, yes actually we started just this week last year 
um, which is crazy. And it went for 14 weeks. I feel like I never shut up about it on this podcast. Like I probably have mentioned it in every single episode about the about seminar. Your vocation <laughs> stuff. About vocation, yeah. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If anytime the, the thing of vocation comes up, I would always mention the seminar because it was just that life changing for me. So I'm so happy about it. That's amazing. And then when we went to school to visit mm-hmm. in June, we got to meet his lovely wife, who's a little buddy for me now and just a contact while you are all out there. So I'm curious of all of your guests, if there was someone or something in a content that maybe one of your guests um, shared that challenged you um challenged your intellect, maybe challenged you to think deeper or, you know, presented a topic that, wow, I never thought of it. I mean, you know, there's so many things that you probably (laughs) learned from so many people, but if something that just off the top of your head that maybe you can think of. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was, so it was episode number 84. Um, it was called Aquinas on the four last things with Dr. Kevin Vost. That was probably the most intellectual episode that we had. Um, it was very philosophical in nature. Um, it was very contemplative in nature as well. Um, we talked a lot about Thomas Aquinas's um, four last things. So which are death, heaven, hell, and judgment, not in that order um, or in any order at all. But um, we mm. talked about those in that how he just kind of was tying this together and Dr. Rose wrote a book about Thomas Aquinas's writings kind of putting it in you know modern nature language that we can understand um and we referenced a lot about the Summa Theologica and he told me that he has read the entire Summa in full which is so impressive and I would love to do that one day um because and you he, read that you had to I read, read I read portions of it I'm not great right not but, the whole thing but you yes. read it did you read it in high school as well yes. as in at Franciscan when you were taking an online class for philosophy oh, can I say philosophy <laughs> yes I read it in high school and I read it in college what was um, the class you did was it for philosophy or metaphysics or was it for theology what was your yeah um we read it and um it was in philosophy, and I believe there was a theology class that we read it in. I don't remember which one now, but um, probably it had to have been philosophy because we were talking about the principles of the first mover, um, which is asking a lot about like where where does motion come from? Because like the principle, and I'm gonna be really intellectual right now. So the first, so like Newton's law, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. really sure sure if it's first, second, or third, but one of his laws is like anything that's in motion stays in motion um, and energy is neither created nor destroyed. It simply changes form. Mm -hmm. So if something is created, where does that creation come from? So there has to be a mover that was not created um, that set the rest of the world in motion. Um, So essentially when we were talking about philosophy, um, the principle of the first mover is what Aquinas was tackling um, in that there has to be some supreme being that was not created to create and move everything else in the world. Amazing. It's really fascinating. And we talked a lot about it. And you love episode. Thomas Aquinas. You were learning about him in junior year in high school a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is Dr. Vost was talking about another book that he wrote called One Minute Aquinas. So he saw, he summarized all of the Summa 
which is like multiple thousands of pages. And he summarized it into 300 pages. And I think that's awesome. And I really want to read it. So that would be amazing. Yes. That was definitely the most intellectually challenging episode that I did. That was episode number 84. I mean, how do you even have a conversation with somebody (laughs) talking about (laughs) Thomas Aquinas? I mean, I think it's pretty amazing. It was, yeah. And we were just asking like really cool questions. Like, do our bodies glow when we become glorified after the resurrection? And his answer was yes. Next question. So, (laughs) but he he did give a little bit more like biblical and scriptural reference for that. Um, But yeah, it was really cool to kind of just deep dive into this kind of stuff. But yeah, it was great. That was awesome. Wow. You really did have a lot of a range of different um, guest and their, and their yes. guests shared. Um, is there someone or something that you didn't know? Um, well, actually I'm going to just say, I know there is that you had a guest that you were not aware of, um, a saint <laughs> that mm-hmm. you learned about, right? Yeah. Tell me who, tell me who that, tell me about that <laughs> guest. And honestly, that's interesting because, um, you, you'll, you tell your story and then I'll, I'll share a little bit about that after. Yes. So episode number 86 with Claire Dwyer, um, it was this present paradise and the story of St. Elizabeth of the Trinity. It was probably one of the saints I've never heard of before until um, we started talking and I had her on the episode. Um, it was very fascinating to learn about this. I would say she's probably relatively new in, a, well, I in the same world. Well, I think she said... Right, because she was only in in the in nineteen something. I don't know when she right. Yeah, fairly she recently. Was she mm-hmm. was oh, she was canonized in two thousand sixteen, but she died in nineteen oh six. So right, very very new say. saint. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and she her her devotions. Um, I mean, of the Trinity. So she obviously had a devotion to the Trinity. Um, but she just mm-hmm. Claire went through and kind of talked through this whole story of St. Elizabeth. And I was just in awe the whole time. I was like, I've never heard of this girl, but she sounds really cool. Um, have you had any encounters well, with her? I, I don't know that I can, I know that I've seen her name come up. And I think after I was on um, many Hail Marys the first time last March, mm-hmm. Jill, who, who I prayed with the rosary with, um, mm-hmm. you know, Kristen and Jill are the sisters who started many Hail Mary's at a time and Caroline is their scheduler. Mm-hmm. Keep them in, keep them in order <laughs> like you are to me. Yes. Um, but Jill often references um St. Elizabeth of the Trinity. And she even did that day. And I forget uh, I was trying to find the quote that she said, but she re- we both kind of you know thought about that quote back then in March of last year. Mm-hmm. And I forget when Claire was on your podcast, but it just um it was like a- April last year. Right. So somewhat after the time. So, you know, she was just her, her name was St. Elizabeth's name was kind of um, alive at that time, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know what was happening that, you know, she was definitely swirling in circles of, you know, making herself known, you know, chasing people and letting herself be, you know, help hoping people <laughs> would pray to her, uh, you know, for her to inter, you know, intercede on prayers and whatnot. So Um, Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely something I didn't know. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of the episodes contain something I didn't know, but from the start, I kind of just came in. I was like, I have a couple questions I could ask you, but 
I don't know anything about this person, um, meaning to say it, not Claire, but the same Elizabeth. <laughs> um, and I was like, just take it away and just enlighten me. So that was a really cool episode. That was episode number 86. Um, and I think that book was that she wrote what was uh, her present. This present that? paradise. And it was um, published by Sophia. Uh, I think, yes, I believe it was uh, Sophia Press. Um, yeah, I think that's what it was. So Right. Okay. That was good. Yeah, you can get the book for sure. I haven't read it, but I need to read it for sure. Um, and then I was actually surprised by looking back, <laughs> March 7th of 2020, you were doing a series on, um, you were doing a Lent Lenten series. And one of the topics was forgiveness, which I think was a really good um, topic that, you know, I don't think you were interviewing anyone. You were coming up with <laughs> no. a little series of your own. Yeah. But the one that I think was most interesting was trusting God, which was on March 7th. And um, I giggled at you saying, yes, as your intro, you know, you're kind of sharing what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, as we're about to be on lockdown, because really, oh yeah, um, I remember March 9th because your sister's birthday is the day after, and we wrote stuff out to my mom, mm-hmm. and I ran to the store with the girls, and you know, at that point, we we're seeing that the shelves were so bare of the paper products that we use, and um, <laughs> and we couldn't quite. I mean, and we were seeing friends across the country seeing that happening with the paper and toilet paper and paper towels and whatever that insanity was. Um, so mm-hmm. we were stocking up on things to give to my mom real quick. And March 7th, like that was just two days before I saw her on the 9th. And at that moment, you know, that really was the last time I saw her. Yeah. And then I guess at the end of the week, people were starting to know. And then March 19th and 13th were like the two days that so many people were like, okay, two weeks till we stop this two years later. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> right. And you yeah. that trust in God before we even knew. And how would we ever know 700 days later? Exactly. Yeah. I know. Oh my gosh, 700 days. That's insane. But yeah, I, uh, I'm looking back through the transcript, but yeah, the whole thing was talking about this pandemic and, um, and you were doing the series on trusting God yes. long before you knew it was going to be about like, you had started that, the plan yeah. to make- you know, that to roll out this podcast series for Lent prior to knowing that it came out the exact week before we found out that we were going to go into lockdown. So we knew that there was something happening, but we didn't know that we would be in that place. Right. Yeah. I did the first, the first episode, I did a combination of Lent and um, World Hearing Day, which was really cool um, to kind of just talk about both. But um Yes. So I talked about the importance of forgiveness and trusting in God. And and looking back at the transcript, I said, um, so you're saying just trust, but how do you do that? If I say I trust in you, is that enough? And I'm like, oh, I can't be the judge of that for you. But Mm. if it might be just saying that I trust in you, which is one of my favorite prayers to say um, just on a daily basis, multiple times a day. So Jesus, I trust in you. Yes, I think. If I had to get a tattoo, <laughs> I would probably. Am I making faces? No. I if know. I no, if I had to get a tattoo, it wouldn't be Jesus. I trust in you. I would. I don't think I would get the words, but I would get the symbol of divine mercy. Mm. 
So and what's that symbol for those who can't see but can hear? Yes, it's a cross and it's two rays of, it looks like light, but one's blood and one's water. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's it's from the Divine Mercy Chaplet, which I love. So I know we love that. We use, yes, we, we love that. Yes. yes. So that my was a great chime. If you hear my phone at three o'clock. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh. I'd be like, it's three o'clock. So it's my, my reminder every day at three o'clock. We know what three o'clock is. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. You talked about World Hearing Day, which was somewhere around that. I forget what the date is on that. Usually is. It's like sometime in March. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I used to know that automatically, but at the moment I can't, my brain cannot remember the date. So tell me um, something about. It's March 3rd. It's March 3rd. I knew it was in March too. I just couldn't remember. Um, because I remember when you were homeschooling and that was when you took that picture. Oh, that yes, that mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. In your 20, 2017 year. Um, and you've done a lot of um, awareness uh, for hearing yeah. loss, which is where the here and now part of this came about that you were trying to share about your bringing to light about your hearing loss journey. Mm-hmm. And we've twisted that a bit to where we're hearing God in our everyday life in the now. Yes. Is there a hearing loss um, guest or a guest that maybe spoke about hearing loss awareness that you want to share about? Yeah. That comes to mind. Yes. Yeah. I think it's the only person I've ever had on the podcast that was hearing, like affected by hearing loss herself. Um, and that was Nina Persh. Um, that, oh my gosh, that was a, quite a while ago. Um, <laughs> it was actually the week after I talked to, um, Megan, Ashley and Kendra, like right around that time. So her episode was 59. I have it written down. Thank episode you. 59. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. It was really cool to talk to her. We had been friends for quite a while, um, internet friends for quite a while. Um, and if you don't know, Nina was on the show survivor, which is one of my favorite shows. Um, and she was one of the very few people who went on with cochlear implants. Um, and at that time that we recorded the episode, I had actually never seen the show before. Um, so I could kind of gather what she was talking about. But when I actually went to watch the show shortly after, I like really understood what she was referring to. Um and not to give away the whole story, but she was telling me how her tribe mates were, because essentially on Survivor, you're living on an island for 40 days with no access to food other than what's around you. Um, you're living in the wild completely. Um, and slowly but surely, your tribe mates vote you off um, after challenges and everything. Um and unfortunately, she was voted off very early in the season because her tribe mates thought that she couldn't handle herself because she had hearing loss. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, how can anybody do that? Um, but then watching the show, you could actually see what she's talking about. And it's really terrible to watch. It was really cool to see, hey, that's a friend of mine on that show. But to know that, like, that was all that she had to go through on that show. It was really hard to listen to. And because yeah, how did we did meet? Not, no, and she did not lose her hearing until she was 44 years old. So exactly. She was mu- it was much later. And there was probably a lot of different emotional stuff and trauma surrounding that for her anyway. And then to be isolated on this island and and um I can't imagine. <laughs> right. Um so she 
she was on this island isolated and then having to have her implants and their the the charging of those things and that batteries oh. right. but so how how we met her when you were when the possibility came to light that you might need implants i think it was almost 3 or 4 years before you actually had your implants which happened that seems 20, right 2016 was the first one right so at the time because you were older and losing your hearing you know progressively losing your hearing you had hearing then you were losing it I never felt like I could have um, the input as a mom. I didn't feel like the having the input from someone who basically had an infant with cochlear implants would be a really good, um, I guess, uh, giving me good input because their child didn't have sound before. I needed to understand for you as a, and for you to be able to understand what that experience was going to be like. And we were trying to find someone who had hearing and then had to have implants, you know, later in life. And at the time, your doctors weren't really certain that you were going to qualify or what, you know, it's a whole process to go through that in, in, in um, a team approach of people that you needed to, um, to, you know, get you through that process. So I remember literally searching the internet <laughs> somehow, you know, talk about people who can speak their, you know, their story. Mm-hmm cochlear implants, having hearing, and her name came up and she had just kind of gone through that process. And I think she was just on survivor at the time. So that was, that was before. And I reached out to her. She reached back, you know, (laughs) a little bit of time. We went back and forth. And I think maybe as she had answered some questions, you were not communicating with her yet, but back and forth. But over time, you know, even that time when we thought you were going to have the implant, it was pushed away. It turned out that in that time, she became a, um, like a ambassador for the company Cochlear America that you yeah. and Nina both have as your implants, which is comical because we weren't sure even what of the different types of implants we were going to choose. Yeah. And it just yeah. so happened, even if she, or I didn't even know she was, she had that as an option but I reached back and said, all right, we're about to have the surgery. So she was a friend and texting with me as we were going through this process with the surgery and with your rehab a little bit and your, um, um, I guess just your therapies to get your hearing back. So it was kind of cool to have her, you know, as a, a person for me to be able to understand from her to you, what you were experiencing, because it wasn't something that I fully understood. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of the episodes we did talk about, like the differences of like, because everybody's cochlear story is going to be different mm-hmm. of what the surgery is like and what rehab is like. Um, but we shared a lot of the same um, stories, which was really cool. Um, and like I said, it was really cool to see her on the show after we recorded the episode. That was definitely one of the coolest experiences to talk to her. Um because the episode is survivor and hearing loss. So it makes it seem like she was a survivor of hearing loss, which we are, which is kind of cool. But to actually be on that show and everything, I realized after I watched it that I no longer wanted to be on that show because I don't know how I would physically survive because my diet consists of pizza and donuts 
And you wouldn't want to eat crickets or anything like that. No. (laughs) So I was like, it just looks very physically demanding and props to her for doing that. But we talked a lot about being compassionate with people who have disabilities, no matter what kind, specifically hearing loss um, and all the lessons that she learned for being on it with people who weren't supportive of her, um, which I can understand. So, right. And then she did a really cool thing when my dad was sick. Oh, yeah. He was was a crazy survivor. I I think he probably never missed an episode except the two (laughs) that were on when he was in the hospital before he passed away. She had reached out to her survivor crowd of friends and they sent him lots of different people sent him postcards and letters and just cheering him on as he was going through his time in the hospital, which was really a really sweet gesture. Yeah. It was cool. It was so cool. Because then as I started watching the show more and more, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I know this person. They sent my grandfather a card. So like, it was really cool to to have that moment Mm -hmm. for me, fangirl. But yeah. (laughs) So I know you've had gentlemen and you've had ladies on your show. Do you have any gentlemen in mind that really you think um, spoke to the dignity of women in any way or <laughs> great, <laughs> maybe that's a way. leading question because I, can Oh see- yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, I think all of the guys that I've had on, um, definitely refer to that. Um, I would say the top two contenders for that, um, were Bill Dunnegy and Damon Owens, which both, both of which are local to us, which is kind of cool. Um, Bill was talking about um, learning the way of beauty um, and Damon was talking about theology of the body Um, and both of them go hand in hand. Um, They both, um, well, Bill's is very much a theology of the body topic, but he approached it from the not sexuality part of it because theology of the body is not just sexuality. And that was something Bill was trying to emphasize. um, Whereas Damon was giving us a very, big introduction into theology of the body um which i love um and so that that was definitely another very intellectual conversation that we had but um bill was awesome when he was just talking about how beauty is very subjective for a Mm -hmm. lot of people um and beauty is not necessarily physical beauty in terms of like human bodies but more um nature and just more the soul too which i thought was really awesome um yeah <laughs> those those guys are really cool to talk to especially like i said because they're local um and some mutual friends of ours too yes so. we have mutual friends with them who one of them will be on down the road she's our yes. she's her own theology of the body queen yes exactly <laughs> she probably would hate that i said queen but yeah. <laughs> shout out to her yes so, yeah um, guys. Wow. And is there, um, yeah, they're both really good men, really good men. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then is there any one of your podcasts must podcast must maybe <laughs> that you had, you get that? That was yes. your Christmas series. That was a fun series. I um, loved podcast mess. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that, I know I led you into that. Your Christmas <laughs> series. That was your Christmas series in 2020, right? Yes, I did it. I did it in 2019 and in 2020. So two years mm-hmm. back to back. Um, 2019 was fun because um, I did very little short episodes with myself and 
um, just like my Christmas playlist and like movies and just getting myself in the spirit. Um, and then podcast mess 2020. That was so much fun. I had guests for most of those, if not all of those episodes. Um, so when we did like a movie and music review um, with Paige and we talked about all of those. Um, I did an episode with you, which was fun. Um, and I did an episode with my dad as well. Those are, those are definitely, I can say both of my parents have been on my podcast. So yay. Yes. So fun. You Did you and your dad do a, uh... oh my gosh. Okay. You played that game where you were doing like yes. in the face or something. I don't remember. Yes. So we play never have I ever. And actually we recorded the video. We only released the podcast, but we actually do have the video footage of us playing never have I ever. So every time, I believe, every time you have done something, you had to smash your face in whipped cream. Um, it was the stickiest, most fun game I've ever played, though. Um, Dad was in a Santa suit, and I was in an elf costume. And uh, you can hear a lot of, like, the banter back and forth as we were recording, but the videos, it's so special. So Yeah, I bet it is super fun. Yeah, those are awesome. I'm so sad I didn't get to do podcasts this year. Um, so I really hope I can do it this coming year. So I'm sure you'll be able to do that in your coming months. <laughs> we could do podcast advent, but that wouldn't work. So <laughs> there's no creative title for that. Podcast Lent. No, that wouldn't work either. No, no, no. it's just podcast. That's it. So yes, it's Christmas podcast. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, is there any other um, podcast episode that comes to mind for you that you just, I don't know, that you enjoyed that you want to share about or? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I would say my first, my first ever podcast guest episode. That was really fun. Do you remember who that was, mom? No. <laughs> That was fun. That was, I told anybody who wanted to be a guest on my show that I would not do a guest episode unless I had you on first. Mm. And I did finally. And then it started the ball rolling, um, going all the way back. I don't know. I just, I would personally love to listen to all of them again, um, just to kind of recap those memories. Right. Um, but of course I remembered that it was me. I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think just everybody had something cool to offer. Um, which is why I can't pick favorites. Um, why we wouldn't ask for favorites. No, because, no. no. Cause everybody just has something unique about them. Um, I could probably tell you one thing from every episode that was the best, but I, we can save that for another time. So, right. Yeah. Right. I think so. But I think, I think we should close out this episode with our Saint Chasers of the Week. Oh, geez. Saints for the week. Saints um, for the I'll week. You, we I, theme song. All right. I will let you go first on that because I'm thinking, I don't remember what my saint is, but. <laughs> okay. Um, my saint for this week is not somebody that was super prevalent, but now I think it should be. Um, I think St. Thomas Aquinas. He's going to be my saint for this week. Um, like you said about the Summa, it's interesting. Um, being in business, you you do get a lot of theological um, classes and stuff, but you're not, it's not like full Christology and all of that stuff again. Um, but St. Thomas kind of just covers all of the academic pieces. Um, 
and now we're four weeks into the semester and um, things are going to start ramping up again. Um, so I think, I think St. Thomas is going to chase after me this week. You do. Um, he's a good one. He's a definite good one for you too. I mean, I, I would think for me, Padre Pio. Oh yeah. I mean, he tends to be a, um, a voice in <laughs> a voice in my head. <laughs> I don't know. He, he there's, I, I, he's been one of those saints that I find showing up a lot around my life. And, um, you know, we have the shrine not too far from us that we've um, been to many times over the last several yeah. years. And I don't know this week, I actually feel like one morning I woke up thinking I had a dream about Padre Pio last night. And hmm. yeah, interesting. He's, yeah, there's, I don't know. Sometimes I can't figure out what, what, why, why they're showing up. <laughs> yeah. I, I no, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's cool though? You know what's cool is that we have a shirt that is Padre Pio's quotes in our shop. It's on one side, it says, Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you, take care of everything. And then in the corner, it says, Pray, hope, and don't worry. Oh, my I favorite. Love I love that shirt. It's just like cool, like tan, yellow color. Yes, we it. have some pretty cool shirts in our shop and a few more coming. What's Link my down favorite? Below. What's my favorite coming? In Ooh. this heart. Oh, I yes. believe. And then it goes forward and it says, I believe one, one holy Catholic and apostolic church. And they just go through right, the we'll Apostles back. Creed. <laughs> we'll just come back to that little sound drop there. Um, oh, yeah. So, so Padre Pio is your chaser this week. What is your, what's your Bible verse or scripture or saying quote of the week? Well, I'm going to let you answer that again first. And then we're going to. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll talk about that. Um, the readings from Mass this week were really nice. Um I think that all of them had something to offer, but for me, the first reading um, was, let me see, the first reading was from Isaiah 6, 1 through 8, um, and it says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. All the earth is filled with his glory, and at the sound of that cry, the frame of the door shook, and the house was filled with smoke, and I just feel like that is a very regal and majestic way to describe God. And it just creates such an awesome visual for me. And what so ironically, <laughs> holy, holy, holy is the same verse that I've been thinking of all. Is that the same? Do we have the same one? They cried one. They cried one to the other. It's Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. All the earth is filled with his glory. That is my quote for the so week. We have- we have the same Obviously, one. it's like this the, the idea of the angels and the seraphim, which yeah, and then it says, Then I said, Woe is me, I am doomed for I am the man of unclean lips. Um, yes. And then one of the seraphim flew to me holding an ember that he had taken with tongues from the altar. This, I don't know, like you said, and then of course, going to here I am, send me like those that this whole yes. <laughs> But it's kind of mind-blowing that you and I both were affected by that. Yeah. yeah. Five hours away, telepathic. 
And then the psalm after that is, in the sight of the angels, I will sing your praises. I mean, there's just the angels and then the holy, 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 which is, you know, part of the mass anyway that, you know, that's exactly starts that. Um, ironically, and the smoke, you know. Oh, gosh. If anyone's listening. <laughs> Uh, yes, the smoke came into the house a little bit tonight. And never is there a dull moment in this house, and the entire nah. fire department shows up in front of our um, house today because we had a little smoke coming out of a electric <laughs> socket. Wait, what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ironically. So, um, God, I was trying to tell you something. So about yeah. this verse. Yes, probably. Could you count that as your God wink for the week? Or do you have another one? Well, I feel like there's something in that God wink that you and I both have that verse. Yeah. And even the smoke, when you are telling me that and reading the part of the smoke and I'm thinking of, um, okay, so I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to walk through this a little bit because I, ironically, not too many days ago, we had... Um, a little bit of um, flashing red lights in front of our house for, you know, a little bit of a um, medical thing for dad and, Mm -hmm. you know, that resolved. But in that, that um, paramedic showing up at the house a couple weeks ago, we had an angel show up who was a, who turned out to be a paramedic. They came with their masks on and we couldn't see, you know, it was kind of chaotic a little bit. And Mm -hmm. um, when I had to give dad's um, ID, this person recognized our name. We haven't seen them in a bunch of years and turns out to be somebody that Heather, I know you <laughs> takes down yeah. the mask. When we all take our mask off, don't we all know each other? Yeah. Uh, but he, he knew me. Well, today <laughs> when our address comes up on their alert, he says, Oh, I think that's my friend Heather's address again. <laughs> I wonder what she's up to. Um, he comes into the house. I hear him and here's the smoke that I'm concerned about and, you know, make the phone call because we need to be sure that things are not burning in the walls of the house. And, um, the first voice I hear is this friend again, showing mm-hmm. up this paramedic and laughing yeah. because we weren't in any state of distress at that point, you know, when the entire department was in our house, I didn't love that, but oh I gosh. don't like to be in a fishbowl. And it was definitely a fishbowl moment when seven trucks, cars, ambulances, and um, two ladders. <laughs> a little overwhelming. Um, and here's my friend showing up saying, what are you doing now? And I said, all I was doing was just running some a vacuum cleaner, ironically. Mm-hmm. And I said, trying to clean the house. He said, well, I think you have a perfectly good um, reason to no longer clean your house. Great. Just tell him the last time you did, you almost burnt down the house. So yeah. no longer will I be cleaning folks. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, yeah, that's good. But so, <laughs> so the God wink is that, you know what, when you're in these um, moments and I'm being serious now, you mm-hmm. have these moments where you feel like sometimes your house feels like it might be burning down. Mm-hmm. There are always people, angels, things that God sends waiting in the wings. And I'm going to try and say that without getting teary eyed. And I can tell <laughs> you you're feeling the same, that there's just enough people surrounding us in this journey of, you know, your dad's story and just mm-hmm. life being somewhat crazy as it is, you yeah. know, you're always going to have people, even where there's smoke, there's angels kind of waiting in the wings. So that is a God wink that I'm uncovering as we speak at this moment. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Cause we don't, we don't talk about these things beforehand. No, so 
you just hop on and just let it, gotta take it away. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know what was my God link. I don't remember if it was this week or last week, but um, it was just, it's been very snowy and very rainy and actually not rain, but ice rain in Ohio. Good old Steubenville. Um, and there was one night in a, the last couple of days or something um, that it was snowing and I was walking back from class and uh, it was so beautiful outside. Like there was just, it was just dark and I don't know. So there's something about it snowing when it's dark. Like it just makes it really pretty. Um, and like, peaceful. it's so peaceful, isn't it? It is. And like, mm-hmm. there were just, I don't know, lights on and it was just, the campus was calm. Um, and I was walking back towards my dorm. And one of the cool things about campus is we have perpetual adoration. So 24 seven adoration. Um, and we finally filled the last slot so people can actually go 24 seven now. Um, but I was walking back. I don't remember where I was coming back from probably class. And, um, I was walking towards my dorm and I just was like looking around. It just looked so peaceful. And I looked over towards the Portiuncula chapel, which is where the perpetual adoration is. And like, I just literally felt my body just like turn. Like, and I just started walking towards the chapel. There was no like thought or anything. And I was like, well, I guess I could go back and do my homework, but there's no rush. And so I just went back to the chapel and I was like, okay, like I'm grateful to be here and grateful to like have the snow and it just felt very like peaceful and there were like boot tracks all over the floor um but like people just sitting there and praying and it was really awesome so I was just really like grateful for was that like a couple hours after you were were telling me how annoyed you were with the weather (laughs) oh no this is before the before the storm the storm came after yeah no, now everything just smells awful because like, like, it's gray and the snow well, is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. It was so warm today. That, Let me just icicles. say that was a beautiful story too, because I just know how beautiful in the, in the dark. <laughs> I know how much you love the snow at night anyway. So. I do. And I, I still do like the snow right now, but it's just annoying when the snow is melting and the icicles are melting and there are knives dropping out of the sky. Yes. So you have to shield your head because there are legitimate icicle knives falling. So that's the only only thing but we did get four days off so that was awesome um even though we lost power in half of student bell but yeah i don't know anyway my story is my god wing just feeling grateful for being where i am so yeah. right I, yeah I love that. yay that. so Beautiful good story. thank you i think that just about wraps it up right i think so i think that's awesome well thank you for joining me as you will be for the next however many weeks and years this podcast goes on and we'll be joining each other together and maybe with just our guest or maybe part of the time with each other and then whatever so yeah so there'll be different very very many different voices and varieties that this show will be in but i'm excited for the next few with you so yes me too so yes well, Happy thank you guys. <laughs> Start 101. <laughs> 101. Here we come. Yes. Okay, 101. Whatever that Woo! means. Yes, yes, I know. Well, thank you guys for tuning in over the last 100 episodes. It's been an incredible support and we're really excited for where we're going from here. And as I like to say on the show, onward and upward, right? Onward so good. And <laughs> onward and upward. Well, we will see you guys next week, right? Yes, we will. Peace Enjoy. out, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>